1: Finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Realm presents a Ass Media
3: production, The Dark Tome, Book of Stories, featuring The Floodgates of Willow Hill by Mary San Giovanni, performed by a full cast.
4: Do you love early autumn evenings as much as I do? It's clearer somehow. Everything seems to click into place. Here in Willow Hill, the air seems filled with possibilities. That and the warm glow of the setting sun, and the sweet smells of hot cider and apple pie. Up through Columbus Day, the Willow Hill Country Store would stay open till 8, though not many people came that late. But it gave Ted Larson a chance to sip a thumb of whiskey with his bud Hank Jedso on the porch, soaking up the last rays of sun and the sights and smells of the town.
5: Well, look at you, girl. Nose in a book. Always reading.
4: Didn't get that new. That's Mr. Larson. My parents died rather abruptly two years ago, and he took me in, being my dad's uncle. He's been good to me. As good as he can be, at least. I want to go to university, Uncle Ted. Miss Nellie tells me I need to do lots of reading if I'm to go to university.
6: Oh, Miss Nellie's right on that. Go get yourself some more schooling, girl. Get yourself out of this one hostile. Ah.
4: And that's Hank Jedso. He and his tobacco pipe are a fixture on the country store's porch.
5: I suppose. Well, how anyone's gonna pay for you to go to college is outside my estimation. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you fancy some hot cider, Sam? I reckon I've seen the last customer of the day, and I hate to waste the pot.
4: I'd love some.
5: How about you, Hank? Well, boy, this whiskey do me right solid. Well, suppose it will. Just me, or, or did it get a little chilly in the last couple of minutes? Oh, well, sweater weather soon enough, Ted. Yeah, well, hey, here's your cider, Sam. <laughs>
4: Thanks, Uncle Ted.
5: You uh, you got another mite of that whiskey, Hank? Yeah? Where's the glass? Yeah. <laughs> well, much obliged, old timer. <laughs> Any time, you dotty codger. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. Hmm.
6: I'll be damned, Ted. Looks like you got a customer after all. What are those plates?
5: New York? Evening. Evening. We're about to close up shop. You, you want to pull in?
3: No, no, thank you. I just need to know if there's a motel or maybe a boarding house around here. A motel,
5: he says? Knock <laughs> <laughs> it off. Uh, what Hank here means to say is, around the corner two blocks, there's a, a greenhouse with white shutters. Nelly there will rent your room, I reckon. Thanks. And
6: I thought we'd seen all the flatlanders we was going to get for this year.
5: <laughs> you know what you should have told him. Yeah. You, you can't, can't get, get there, there from, from here. here. <laughs> You old coot, Honey, you okay?
4: Yes, I'm fine. I just need to get ready.
5: Mm. Ready? Ready for what? What was that all about? You got a motel, he says. (laughs) 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 Motel? Oh, really? I mean
4: really. About this time, the sun had turned from golden to a corpse-skinned haze of violet and corpulent shadows. A sharp chill had come into the air. New England's early warning of how quickly the languorous summer could transition to a murderous winter.
3: Uh, Greenhouse, white shutters. (laughs) No sign? Yes? Oh, uh... Are you Nellie? Depends who's asking. No, uh, two gentlemen over at the country store said to ask for Nellie. Looking for a room for the night.
5: Oh, those two. I might have a room for an out-of-towner such as yourself. Come on in. Thank you. You have your own private bath, a oh. shared kitchen downstairs, checkouts at noon, mm-hmm. unless you need to leave later, in which case it's an extra five... Well, I'm
3: to- not sure yet. I guess we'll play it by ear.
5: Well, everybody's cleared out, so you should have a real quiet sleep tonight.
3: Mm. Well, I sure hope so.
5: You need anything, let me know.
3: Thank you much. Hmm. Could be worse. All right. Where are Next, the legend of Zamaxar. Yes, I'm certain of it. The gates are open. And tonight, tonight something big will slip through.
2: Unless... Unless...
7: Uh, I know, I know. We just take a quick look around and see what's going on and skedaddle back out of there. Would have been simpler if Katie hadn't gone and moved on up to Boston Way. It'd be her looking in on a power instead of you and me. Hard to believe I've been friends with the power of since we was boys. Even then, I didn't like these woods so much. And I like them even less now. Huh. Gates open. That's weird.
4: That's Chuck McCauley. He's got a woodlot near Jonas Becker's place on the Willow Hillside. He just got a call from Jonas's daughter, Katie Becker. She'd been ringing her dad for a few days now. He didn't answer, didn't call her back. That wasn't like him. Would you mind giving a search? Well, Chuck, he started by swinging by the swagger. That's our local watering hole. And sure enough, not a soul had seen old Jonas. They hadn't seen him by Mel's diner either. So here he was taking a ride out to Becker's farm, through the Foxville woods, a patch of woods that even an old logger like Chuck never wanted to set foot in after dark. Except, here he was.
7: No such thing as ghosts and goblins, Chuck. The good book says there's God and angels and demons, but there ain't no boogeymen jumping out of trees.
4: Everybody who's grown up in Foxville, well, they've always guessed there's something wrong with the woods on the edge of town. The ones that border Willow Hill. Something people don't like to bring up in polite company. There was that moss that killed a couple of trees in a day or two during a cold weather spell. The dark silt in the riverbed that almost looked like blood flowing away from the woods. And then there's that thing that Hank and Ted say they shot at when they were boys. The two would never dare breathe a word. Except one time Macaulay got them drunk on coffee brandy and they told the story of a thing with a head like a shark and eyes black as midnight and how it kept coming after they shot it three times before the two of them ran. But Chuck could laugh that off as wild stories by a couple of drunks. At least that's what he told me. But the cloud that came over his eyes after he finished the story suggested he might believe more than he was letting on.
7: Damn you, Jonas. What the hell you doing out here anyway? I wouldn't stay here if I'd lost my wife and son. And your daughter ran as far as she could, as soon as she could. But you, you are a stubborn old goat, ain't you? But even with all those stories, even after your wife and boy died and those... (laughs) Hold up, boy, hold up. Damn, something knocked over his truck. Check on old Jonas. Come on. Hmm. Should have put fresh batteries in my flashlight. Can't barely see. The hell? Stay back, buddy, stay back. Don't want you near this. Whatever the hell this is. Slime? Lord Jesus, protect me. That ain't a thing from nature. What? What is out there? Something in those woods?
4: Macaulay's flashlight fell on a strange shape emerging from the cursed woods. Its beam caught something and was absorbed by an endless void beyond the edge of the outermost stars. A place so far removed from even the dreams of humanity as to fill him with a frozen dread.
7: No, God help me. Jonas brought it out of the woods. Hunter, Hunter, stay back.
2: Doug! Doug! Doug, help me!
7: Get away from him, you son of a bitch!
5: Can you help me, Sam? Excuse me? I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to disturb you from your reading. Just a, Just maybe you can help me clean up here, you know, somebody ought to.
3: Yes. Mr. Larson. Ted Larson. Always happens.
5: Someone always shows up right at closing time. Store's closed, Mr.
3: So, you must be Hank Jedso, yes?
6: Uh, yeah, I'm Hank Jedso. Now, who the hell are you? Mm.
3: Professor Joe Ricci, I'm a linguist and cryptoanthropologist mm-hmm. at Miskatonic University in Arkham. Uh, I know it's...
5: Excuse uh, me,
3: you're, you're a what? Cryptoanthropologist. anthropologist hmm. I know it's late, but I was wondering if I might have a quick word with you on a matter of great importance. Brigadden. Mm. Willow Hill. Hm? Specifically, the boundaries between the Foxville Woods and Willow Hill. What's going on? Sam, go inside. But Uncle Ted... Sam, go inside now!
2: What the hell's going on? What are you talking
3: about? There's a creature that might slip through the gates, sir, if we don't do anything about it. This book told me... You
5: are right out of your mind. You didn't drink it No,
3: I assure you, I haven't had...
7: I need some help. It's Jonas. Something's happened to Jonas. Jonas Becker. Jesus,
5: Jesus. Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay, you got him. Did you find him yeah. like this? I don't know. Jesus. Right, come on. Get, him him. Get him in. Sam, blood. call us an ambulance. Nope. Won't go. What do you mean,
7: won't go? Hank, last thing he said before passing out was no hospitals. Real firm about
0: that. Oh, did he now?
5: Sam? Yes? Get us some bandages and some peroxide, and I'll clean these wounds the best I can. Okay. I'm just gonna... Clean you up a little bit, Jonas. Get this this slime off you. Oh, what the hell's going
7: on, Chuck? Who did this to Jonas? He came stumbling out of the woods, all glowing and bleeding, and something behind him was wailing like a banshee. Becca's eyes, I could see he was scared of that thing following him. And then I saw it, too. Oh, God, I saw it. I fired my gun like crazy. Maybe I killed it. Maybe I scared it. I, I don't know. Didn't stay long enough to see. I grabbed Jonas and put him in the pickup with Hunter and got the hell out of there.
3: Excuse me, excuse me, did you say he was glowing? Yeah, he was, uh, who the hell are you? Professor Joe Ricci from Arkham University. I came here, uh, well, I came here looking for Mr. Becker. Is that so? Well, for his farm. You see. Holy Jesus.
7: What did I
3: do? We've made some. Discoveries regarding some things going on out there mm-hmm. just beyond his farm limits, in what I think is commonly referred to as the Foxville Woods. We have? My fellow professors and me. Right. right here. Here. These are distilled invocations and incantations, some taken from the archaic Nicotic manuscripts. A hell of a find, right there. Others from the Liberuonis and De Wormis Mysteries, some from Cult de Goul and Unausprechleichen Kulten and some from the Necronomicon of the Mad Arab. Son, in English. Well, they're specifically spells. Spells? What, what, like magic spells? For opening a kind of, a, well, a floodgate to a place beyond our known universe, a place beyond stars, even.
4: It's pretty. Sam? It's got powers, Mr. Ricci?
3: Yes, powers like no other. In every book I just mentioned, there is only a fragment of the process, as even the authors found the prospect of completing it too ghastly to include in its entirety. Mm -hmm. You see, there are supposedly these things, formless and powerful, and their presence anywhere alters time and space. Mm -hmm. By invoking the completed spell, one can open this floodgate, allowing that piece of their homeworld to pour into the caster's homeworld or dimension. Mm However, by invoking portions of it, it pours in a little at a time. Now, everything that comes through, from vegetation to other things, it's all unstable, deadly, predatory, Mm -hmm. and it spreads, changing things in our world. And then, as more parts of the complete spell are invoked, even more pours through the floodgate and more changes occur.
4: You mean we have a floodgate right here in Willow Hill?
3: Uh, Pay no mind this city
6: slicker, sammy He's talking crazy. Demons and other worlds ain't gonna do you no good if you
3: want to get to college. He's right. According to the tome, one of the weakest gates is in those woods. And as recently as this morning, the barrier between the worlds has deteriorated. Something set it off, maybe. Or, Or maybe it's a combination of the moon and the stars. It's not really clear, only we have to act fast. This book also has a way to stop up the floodgate out there and maybe force whatever's come through the gate to go back to where it came from. According to the tome, you say? Yes. The dark tome. The dark tome? This book here. This is the dark tome.
6: This is going to be the biggest load of bullcrap I ever heard, man. My- Hank, hold
5: up here. Hold up. i seen things. You've seen things, too. Hank and I were kids when that happened, drunk off our first taste of blueberry wine, Chuck. I said I we? don't
7: know if this man is crazy or not. His talk of the tome and whatnot. But I do know something ain't right out in those woods. I seen it myself. We also know what happened to... Well, you know. I know what? You know what I'm talking about. Her! Stop right there! It was weird, wasn't it? Us finding her out there. No memories of the whole thing. Her folks sucked dry like empty packets. I said never, Hank. Not with her here. You're the one who saw that shock thing when you was a boy. You know. Hey, easy,
2: easy. Both of Garden you. Garden with the fungus first month before last. Jonas? He's awake. All right. Looked kind of like mushrooms, I guess. Little caps growing up the sides of the trees, but bigger than any mushrooms I ever see. And they had, well... Roots, I guess, or shoots of some kind, or tangled up in the ferns and brush and around the base of the trees. Them roots growing in among the tree roots there. And the hole was black and blue and kind of see-through. And both them colors glowed, I swear. It glowed like they had their own dark moonlight, to. And that ain't the only thing, neither. There are those things that feed on those mushroom things. I can't rightly really tell you what they look like exact. I ain't never got a good look at them. They only come out at night. And what with them noises they make, I got to keep indoors when they was about. But I seen their eyes, that same black that glowed and that same blue. Jonas! You, you they you had them eyes it. and mouths, too, all over the bodies and some kind of arms, I guess, that keep waving and shifting, being and then unbeing, like, well, like the bodies were changing their shape and texture. And those was the small ones, oh, yes, I heard them begging and howling. And i would be damned if something else bigger and louder didn't answer back before setting them little ones to screaming. Chuck, that thing you shot in the woods, I seen it in my dreams. It's an avatar, mm-hmm. or Nyarlathotep, the or there? it ain't clear which one, but man alive, it screams like its throat goes straight to hell. And I swear, them formless things, the big and the little, they spawn. <laughs> or maybe that thing we shot is just one form. The formless things take. Like when they're wanting to move, all physical-like, with a shape. Yeah, yeah, what? Uh, jo- Jonas, tell
3: us who attacked you. Those names. They're gods. What? According to ancient occult beliefs, they're alien beings. Entities, if you will, of great power and great evil. Revered by dark cults as gods and the rest of those in the know as monsters. Jonas, you're saying you've seen it? In your dreams? Uh. Damn it.
5: Sounds like we gotta put a stop to something. Where's the ammo? Up in the safe. You, you know the combo. Well, I'll be right back. I-I don't know it.
7: Sounds like we're all doing a field trip out to the Foxville woods. I don't know if everything you're saying is true, but we ain't no strangers to, well, weird things going on out there in the sticks. And if something's out there that could do what it did to Jonas Becker or to Sam's parents before him, or worse, well, we gotta put
3: an end to it. Thank you. I mean, for the help. It won't hurt. What are we looking for out there? A cemetery. One too old for America. Too old for a... uh, Just trust me on this. Whatever
5: it is, a cold steel can put a stop to it. Me too. Just... Just, uh, you guys get in the truck. I need a minute. Hank, give me <clears> a hand
7: with Becca. Okay, sure.
5: We'll need the Tom.
7: Are you driving? Yeah. All right, I must go.
5: Sam, I'm I'm sorry about what Hank said. I, I know it still must hurt to hear what happened to your folks. Sam? Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick look at the woods out there. I, I expect I'll come home. I know you've been through a lot, and I think I owe you that much. You're a smart Sammy. You're smart. You're inquisitive. You want to get to university? Well, you bet you have the brain for it. I love you for that. And if you love me back and respect me at all, you're gonna walk over to Miss Nellie's right now and wait for me. Take your book if you want. Study all night. Just get yourself inside. Lock the doors and wait this out. Promise me? I promise. Good, good. Ain't nothing worth saving, girl, if I don't have you safe and the peace of mind knowing it. I owe that much to your mom and dad, and to you.
4: I'll be over at Nelly's, Uncle Ted. The whole time.
5: Oh, that's a good girl. Take Hunter with you while you're at it. Poor dog's been through enough tonight. Uh, All right, folks. Let's go kill us a monster.
0: Shopify.com/realm.
1: My name is Jenny Owen
0: Youngs, and I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is
6: called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen
1: wherever you get your podcasts.
6: I got a Winchester
3: bolt action, and you got your dark tom to protect you, Mr. J? That's right.
2: I think my weapon will be of more use than yours, Mr. Jedso. Got it into the back of the truck, but there's others the like of it out there too. And they came for the corpse. The faceless god told them to, I suppose. It has many faces, many names. I heard his voice and the piping of the mad, idiot god, and the screams of windless movement and formless thought. Uh, so much, too much, and those damn damned dreams.
3: Mr. Becker, it would be extremely beneficial if you could tell us what happened out there in the woods tonight. You'll see.
2: Oh, oh yes. Oh, you'll see. <laughs>
3: How much farther? Not far now.
2: Hey,
7: Professor.
3: Yes? How long you had that book? Uh, a little while. I got it from a, well, the previous owner had a run in with a a hazard of the trade. I figured if I learned its meanings, maybe I can stop what's coming through before it happens. All
2: of the responsibility for
3: (laughs) someone as young as you. And how long have you been protecting the gate, Mr. Becker?
2: You mean me? Or my Pa? Or his Pa before him? Wait, your Pa was mixed up in this, Jonas? What, you think I ain't budging from the farm because I'm stubborn or stupid or something? Jesus, even when we was kids! Pa might not have told me what it was we was minding growing up. But he sure made it clear I wasn't gonna bug off the duty.
5: And this cemetery, where is it, Jonas?
2: Don't rightly know.
5: What? what What you say? He said he don't rightly know! What? You don't know where
7: an
3: old cemetery is on your own property? It doesn't really work like that, gentlemen. The place has a way of hiding itself, especially from people who would seek to stop creatures from crossing the gate. But the tome has a story. From colonial times. White settlers massacred an Indian village, burned every man, woman, and child alive. An event like that, it can change things, warp the very energy attached to the spot.
7: Jesus.
3: Okay. Baal Amazar. No. Rikrim. No. Alright, young man. Where is this secret cemetery we're looking for? One second, Mr. Jedso, one second. Here we go. North.
7: What's he doing? Consulting the tome, I guess. I, I i don't- I got it! It's this way! There's even- Look! A trail of Iker! Iker? Slime. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Guess we follow him. I guess we do.
5: Everyone keep your eyes open and
7: your gun ready. Mm. You okay to handle this, Jonas? After everything you've been through? But That's by my part of one thing. I sure as hell am gonna do it. But your daughter, Katie, she's right worried I'm about I'm coming your...
2: with you.
3: Yes, this way. The Dark Tome is starting to hum. Can't you hear it hum? It's responding to the rift in the Floodgate.
6: You see, that's the one thing sticking in my craw. Someone had to open the Floodgate, right? So, who would do that? Why? Supposedly...
3: The reward for opening one of these floodgates is unlimited knowledge. So much knowledge as to allow the possessor to bend the physical properties of the world and passages of time to one's own will. Sounds like some evil sons of bitches out there. not so much evil as tempted. The temptation of power is hard to resist for a man, don't you agree? No,
7: not at all. Not for folks like us who want a table with our Lord Savior when our days are through.
6: But this ain't the first time either, is it? If that's what happened that night Sam's parents came out here, somebody's been messing with this gate for a long time now. Someone, someone
5: clever.
7: Ow! You
5: okay, Ted? Oh, hit something. Oh, hell. What is it? Uh, A rock. Huge. Moss covered. Shaped kind of, kind of funny. Yeah, look. There's lots of them in a circle all around us.
6: Funny stones. They've they got symbols on them, too. Like...
7: Oh, hell. Like out of Mr. Ritchie's book. Uh, hey you uh, uh,
5: You best get the seal in this gate up, Flatlander. Uh, Jonas?
7: Jonas? Hey, Jonas, Bob! Look alive! It's the monster! What do you mean? Keep it's them the away
2: mo- from me! I'll need to complete my incantation! You stand, I hell you... Back.
3: Rialum. Rialu. Rialu. i Rialu the Talu. Rialu realm. I'm the fool. Realm. Amul Talu. Stay away, fool. here! Amal-fut-u. This is my
6: land. Oh, Mother Mary, the i the fool. the was just so a nightmare! am
7: You, 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 bastard. you hear me? This is my... It's got Jonas! It's got... Oh, Jesus. Ted! Ted!
2: Behind
5: you, the shark thing! Come back to finish the job, huh? I was turned in, buddy. Now I'm old. I ain't scared. Go oh, no,
7: Back to hell! Back to Jonas Hank Ted They got all of you <laughs> What the hell are you laughing for? You think this is funny, city boy?
3: You should have seen it. Inside Inside The gate. Seen what?
7: The thing that killed my friends. It
3: was powerful. Amazing. I could see so far. Wait. You hear that? Hear what? I don't hear a damn thing. Exactly. We did it. We closed the gate. Now... Help me. I, I I need to read some more incantations. Seal it forever. No,
7: sir. We need to be preparing for a funeral is what needs to. A bunch of them. Need to tell Sam what happened to her poor uncle Ted. All right. Mm.
4: you okay, Sam? Hmm? Can I get you some tea? I'm all right, Miss Nellie, thank you. They'll be along soon, I'm sure. You just hold on a mite longer. You're such a sweet kid, always reading. I hope to get to Arkham University, Miss Nellie. I need to study if I ever hope to do that.
5: Oh, that you do, Sam. <gasps> Is that them? Oh, uh, you, you just wait right
4: here. I'll be right back. Okay didn't take him as long as I thought.
3: Nellie! Nellie! Chuck? Chuck! Ma'am, I'm sorry. You don't talk,
7: I talk. Ain't been nothing but trouble since you showed up in town.
2: What happened? Where are Ted and Hank? What? Is that blood?
7: You might want to sit down for this one. Trouble started about as soon as my headlights hit the edge of the Foxfield woods.
4: Hank McCauley's telling Miss Nellie everything that happened out behind Jonas Becker's farm. But of course, I know it already. I know because I see things, wondrous things. My parents were my first blood sacrifice. It was like being born again. That night, I asked them to come with me to the cemetery before the Age of Man. Giving my parents up to the Ancient Ones, well, that was enough to grant me the keys to the floodgates. And I was not disappointed in the knowledge they'd given me. But I needed more.
7: And then, when it was over, all
3: three were gone. Oh. I'm so sorry, oh, no. oh. but we stopped it. We sealed the gate. This will never happen again.
4: Oh. Alright. Oh, Professor Ricci. I'm afraid you're wrong. You just stopped up the floodgates temporarily. It'll be about a week, maybe two, before I can get back to where I started. It's true, Mr. Ricci's book is much nicer than mine. It's cleaner, not as worn around the edges. I've had to spend countless hours piecing together missing fragments. Whole spells I've had to piece together letter by letter. I sure like its name, the Dark Tome. I know all the major players in it, too. Shab-Nigarath, Nyarlathotep, <laughs> Haster, azathoth There are lots of things in that copy that aren't in mine, but I managed to fill in the gaps. Uncle Ted did say I was a smart girl. I was really hoping the ancients would take Mr. Ricci, but no. They did take Uncle Ted, Jonas Becker, and Hank Jedso, so I think the gods will be happy with me once I break the weakling spell Ricci has cast on the gate. I'll go tell her.
7: You sure? I can go. No, I... no. You sit down and you stay put.
4: I do wonder how it would be to spend an afternoon discussing the mysteries of the outerverse with Mr. Ricci. I mean, he doesn't understand as much as I do. But he definitely understands more than these country bumpkins I'm forced to live with. And I suppose it'll be lonely now that most of my friends are gone. But Miss Nellie will be very accommodating with my studies. And once I'm at Arkham University, well, the old ones can devour this whole town if they care to. You see, time and space are really all part of a one-way river. You just have to know how and where to dig the ditches. Yes? Excuse me, Sam. Something terrible happened. I know. What? I mean, oh no. Oh, you must have heard us
6: talking. Oh dear. Dear.
4: Oh,
2: shh. There, there. There, there, Sam. No, no. I'll take care of you. Shh.
4: I play the act with Miss Nelly until I can see she believes me. Then I ask her to leave me be. It's time to go to bed. In my dreams come more knowledge from beyond the woods. In my dreams come many things. Things seen and unseen that the little ones draw from the earth and water. The trees and rocks. And things that the big ones draw from the skies and stars, not only of my universe, but of those beyond. I can't wait to see what'll come through when I open the gates again.
3: You've been listening to The Dark Tome, Book of Stories, produced by Dagaz Media and presented by Realm, your portal to another world. Full cast and crew credits and transcripts at thedarktome.com.